we've just chosen to believe that people's musical aptitude is a lot higher and it's turned out to be true. People like to sing melodies. People like to sing and be challenged. Hey community, in today's episode, I sat down and interviewed Dwan Hill from Nashville Life Music. Dwan and I talked about how to lead a worship team with a lot of volunteers on it. We talked about Nashville Life Music's latest album, Here for Jesus, and the process that went into picking the songs and putting it together. This was a great interview. Hope you enjoy it. You can listen to their newest album, Here for Jesus, anywhere you get your music. And also, you can get the master tracks for their songs for Reconciler, Shepherd, and Claim It All on loopcommunity.com with more coming soon. Enjoy the interview. Hey! Hey, Dwan. Hey, man, what's going on? I'm Derek. Nice to meet you. <laughs> hey, Derek. Nice to meet you, too, man. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Great Sweet. to have you. Just want to talk about the new album and just get to know you and Nashville Life Music. Our community is made up mainly of worship leaders, so they love just getting to know artists and hearing behind the scenes of everything. And so, yeah, thanks for joining yeah. us. Thanks for having me, man. I, I am so honored to talk to you. And um, Loop Community is a lifesaver. <laughs> many, many weeks I have been like, man, we're not going to be able to pull off this song. And I searched for a song on, on Loop Community and you all saved the day. So that's awesome. I'm grateful to be a part of you guys' family. And thanks for having us, man. Yeah, for sure. Are you in Nashville right now? I'm in Nashville. Yeah, man. I'm I'm at home, you know, because of all the things, man. Um, yeah. I, I, I do most of my work from home these days. But yeah, I'm in Nashville, man. It's a nice day today. It was raining earlier, but we got some sunshine now. So it's a good day to be in Nashville. Where nice. are you? Chicago. Nice. Right outside downtown. So Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. Sunny here, too. So it's been, nice. a, it's been a nice summer here. I love Chicago, man. I've been there many times. I wish I could be there right now, but Nashville will work for now. Yeah, I like Nashville a lot, too. Been there a lot. So, Cool, yeah. man. Cool, man. Well, what's up? So, Loop Community, what I love about what you guys do is you give worship leaders access to what we wouldn't normally have access to. And so, again, thank you, man. I'm, I'm telling you, there have been many sat late Saturday nights where I'm like, <laughs> This is not going to work. So, again, thanks for everything, man. Yeah, for sure. That's actually how Loop Community got started. Our founder, Matt, was up middle of the night on a Saturday night making a track, and he was like, how does this not already exist? He was like, there's got to be a track somewhere for this song. He's like, why yeah. am I making it? So, yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Glad it's helpful. Yeah. Well, man, just to get to know you better, for those that are watching that don't know, can you give us just a little bit of background about how you got into worship leading and music and writing songs? Yeah, man. Yeah, well... I, I grew up playing piano in church. Um, I'm a third-generation pastor's kid, so nice. I always say that it was either playing piano or passing out bulletins. Those are my two <laughs> options. So yeah. I picked piano and music, and I stuck with it ever since, man. And I moved to Nashville to go to school for music. And uh, when our church started, they trusted me to lead a couple of songs when we first started leading our church. And I never planned to be a worship leader. I never uh, thought that I would be one, but... God called me to do it, and, and thankfully people around me were able to be patient while I learned. And so now I'm a worship pastor at National Life Church, so I lead the worship team there and, and also help lead National Life Music, which is the worship team for National Life Church. Awesome. How did you get connected originally with National Life? 
Yeah, well, I went to school with Alvin Love, who is the son of the senior pastors. Pastor Alvin Love and CeCe Winans are the pastor of our church, and their son, Alvin, I went to school with him, so I've known him for over 15 years, and um, the they started having basically this Bible study in their house that they invited me to, um, which started off with around 30 people, then grew to about 80 people, and then once it got past 80, I think everyone realized that this was something that was going to stick around. And so, yeah, I've been there from day one, man. I've been there from pre-day one. Nice. I've, I've been around the church for a while. And, and so it's really exciting for me to see it grow into something that it's grown into now. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember hearing your EP when it came out, the first mm-hmm. EP. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, this is good. I yes. like this. And so <laughs> it's been exciting to see just more and more songs and Nice, man. I'm glad you like it. I mean, we definitely take risks. Yeah. It's not the typical praise music or worship music you would normally hear, but we think there's a lot of room for worship and praise music to kind of extend beyond what might be traditional. Um, Even though we love traditional songs, we sing them all the time. But when it comes to putting out our own records, we like to take a little bit more risk. So I'm glad you liked it, man. Yeah, I love that. That's great. I definitely think a lot of times we hear so many songs that sound so similar that mm-hmm. we kind of get stuck there. Yeah. And then I imagine as an artist, that can be hard to like break through and try other things, but yeah, yeah you guys do a great job at that. Thank you, man. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. A lot of it comes from a very patient congregation. All the songs you hear are the ones that made it past our congregation. There've been <laughs> nice. many, many songs that have just flopped. So we try to hide those and, and not get those out. But um <laughs> Our church has been so patient and they, they let us know pretty, we know pretty quickly whether a song is kind of too far or they love it. And uh, you just never know which songs people will connect to. And, and the ones we record are the ones that end up being sung in our church over and over. So we think that they'll work for other churches too. That's awesome. Yeah. How many members are in like the actual band of Nashville Light Music? It's about 25 of us, most of those being singers, probably 18 singers, and then six to seven uh, band members. Everybody's a member of the church. We don't recruit people from outside the church. Everyone is in a small group and a a serving team, and everyone that you see on the picture serves on Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning. So um, we're a family, man. You know, we we didn't start off to be an artist, which which is okay to do sometimes. But in our case, we started off to be a church and that's yes. the foundation of, of who we are. And that's, that's what we focus on every single week. The record is kind of a, a bonus treat that we get to participate with integrity music, which we love. We love yes. our integrity family, but the whole goal of the integrity music family is to resource other churches in their services. Yes. Um, and thankfully they saw something going on in our church that they thought would be extended to other churches around the world. And so we're honored that they believe in us to do that. And uh, hopefully people catch on and start singing some of these songs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So are many of the members of the band volunteers or paid staff? How's that? Everybody except <laughs> myself is a volunteer. I'm on, I'm, a, I'm one of the staff pastors at the church, but everybody else is a volunteer. Nice. Yeah, so it's, it's crazy, man. We have an ice skating teacher who sings on the team. We have a, a girl, Rebecca. She's studying to be, um, she's studying like a chemist. She's like a chemist right now oh, at, at school. Um, we have medics. We have nurses. We have stay-at-home moms. I mean, we have everybody. So 
we have a really talented group that's doing their own thing. And then when we get together at Natural Life, it turns into this really fun group of people. That's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. think a lot of worship leaders like that we interact with, we hear like, I'm the only one on staff. Um, and they have these team of volunteers that they have to coordinate and bring together mm -hmm. every weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you have any tips at all on how you go about that? Because that's a big team to get that's together. That's a big team. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, I almost want to get tips from the people watching. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it's a, it's a blessing to serve God's people, but it's also a challenge. And it's a challenge to keep people motivated, especially in a time like this where everyone is maybe a little distracted. Not a little, a lot distracted with yeah. what's going on. And so many times I'll make a phone call to get a task done, and I have to basically put the task on hold to take care of the person. Mm -hmm. um, and, that's, and that's, I think, more important is we don't want to cattle drive people to serve God or to be on the worship team. They're sheep. We all are sheep. And we're sensitive to the life or the situation that we're in. And so my encouragement would be to remember that we're talking to people with lives and emotions and families and situations that are connected to our church, but not necessarily all that we need to be talking about. And so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, if people are willing to help and they're around, you know, take their word for it. Sometimes I feel nervous to watch people work too much or serve too long. And um, a lot of times people are willing to do more than what you might expect them to do. So if you have one or two of those people, I mean, some people will work as if they're on the paid staff. And if yeah. they're willing to serve more than the status quo, man, let, the, let them serve God with all their heart. Well, a lot more people are willing to do that when you're pouring into them and you're treating them like That's people. Right. And you're That's not demanding right. it. That's right. That's right. The buy-in goes way up, especially we started doing pastoral staff calls for our church um, when we were quarantined a couple months ago. And everybody that I reached out to said they were so grateful to be known and checked on, even if I wasn't calling to see what songs we were doing that weekend. It, it really meant a lot to them to just that I cared about them, which I do. I care about the people because they're my friends and family. Yeah. So it, it takes a little extra time, but it goes a long way. That's awesome. Yeah, that's definitely helpful. Yeah. So we talked about it a little, but last Friday, you guys released your first studio album. Yeah. Here for Jesus. It's so yes. good. Everyone yes. will listen to it. I have listened to the entire thing. Wow. I think Reconciler is my favorite song. I yes. Think. But they're good all choice. good. Good so, choice, man. Good I like choice. Here for Jesus too because it's different. Yeah. I liked it. So. Yeah. It's yeah. got some. It's got a good vibe to it. It's got some throwback sounds a little bit. Yeah, I liked it. What Thanks, is man. your favorite song on the album? You know what? I've consistently said I like to listen to in a little while. Hmm. That's the that's the song about Jesus coming back, and it's got the BG's vocal stylings along with the '70s band arrangement with a little bit of gospel. Andre Crouch. Yeah. Um, and that's my favorite one to listen to. I didn't write that song. Ivan wrote that song. So that's a pretty big statement because I wrote a, I wrote a few songs on the record. That's probably my favorite to listen to. I think my favorite song song is Shepherd. That's, that's the one. Picture. That's the one Leland sings, and I think it's I think it's special to me because of the the story of of being a fan of Leland for so long. I mean, mm -hmm. he's awesome. One of my yeah. favorite worship leaders. And so then when he, I got to to work with him in the studio on this song, I was like, I can't <laughs> believe my life right now. And, and he was perfect. I mean, his voice was just unbelievable on this song. And it's special to our church, too. It, it's, it's meant a lot to be able to sing 
in this time that the Lord is our shepherd and he's our helper. Yeah. And um, I think that's why it's special to me. That's awesome. So you said these songs came from your church and like writing them in the church. How did all those songs get picked? Like you said, you kind of sung them through. Like I know a lot of people that work at churches are like, I'd love to release like an EP or album with our church. Yeah. How, how did you guys kind of have that process work? Yeah, we we try a lot of songs in our Sunday service. Obviously, before they get to the service, they kind of get through the the incubator of myself and Alvin since we're on staff. And we just kind of look through the songs looking for consistency in theology. Um, if we think the style will fit our service or, you know, sometimes even just do we need an upbeat song? Can we put an upbeat song in the set this week? And so after it gets through that filter, then we try it. We rehearse it with the team. Um, sometimes a day of, of the service. And uh, then we try the song in service. And usually by the end of that song, we know whether or not it's going to work or not. I would say our batting average is maybe 70%, maybe 70%. Nice. And increasing over time. Like now when we try a song, the chances are a lot higher that they'll work. Because in the beginning, bro, the stuff that we tried, you would be like, are y'all crazy? I mean, we tried <laughs> some very, very interesting grooves and styles and lyrics and our church was like that on some of them and they were like that on others yeah um so our batting average has increased now just learning what people are capable of but we have learned church attendees their musical capabilities are a lot higher than what you might anticipate them to be mm. you know because a lot of people start writing songs thinking that people <laughs> can only sing two or three notes yeah and I dare you to go to any wedding or any birthday party and listen to the music that's played and you're not going to hear easy songs. You're going to hear Stevie Wonder. You're going to hear Earth, Wind & Fire. You're going to hear a lot of pop music that's got great melodies. And so we've just chosen to believe that people's musical aptitude is a lot higher than what, what maybe a lot of church churches have assumed. That's cool. And it's turned out to be true. People like to sing melodies. People like to sing and be challenged. And over time, they may not get it the first Sunday, but by the mm -hmm. second, third Sunday, every song that you hear on the record, minus one, we've sung in our church multiple times. Nice. And it might be hard to hear when you listen to the record, like, how do you sing in a little while at church? Yeah. But man, we did it last Sunday, and it went hard. That's awesome. It went so hard. And, you know, I think it's because people... They like people enjoy music. Yeah. They enjoy it. Yeah. Any tips for people? These songs are a little different, like you said, for if they want to lead them at their church, maybe how to get started, like how they can help their band get used yeah. to style. Yeah. Well, not just because I'm talking to you from the yeah. band, but I would say that getting stems is very helpful because you can you can learn the parts as they're played on the record and it helps you to become more aware of why the songs work for a certain tempo or for a certain mm. key or whatever. So that's the first thing I would do is just get stems that can help you do that. But then I would have rehearsals, rehearse with the team. Um, I've really I've really started introducing the song, like telling the church, hey, we're trying a new song today, guys. We, we got this song from such and such a place. We love it. We think it's fun. Let us know what you think. And then we start singing the song because there's more grace for it when you're not trying to perform in the sense of proving to them that, it's a good song. Just invite them to the experiment. Like, hey, we don't know if we're gonna like this song or not, but maybe not say that on the microphone, but <laughs> but uh just say, Hey, we wanna try this song. We think you guys will love it. And you know, let's let's sing it and just kick cool. in the band. And I think you'll be surprised with 
with what people will enjoy. Nice. That's awesome. Has your church gone back to in-person? Have you started? Yeah, man. We, we've been back for four weeks so far nice. and uh, it's been good, man. It's been really good. We, you know, we're, we're having to follow all the CDC guidelines and um, yeah. churches in Nashville are considered essential uh, businesses right now. So that allows us to meet. We also meet in a very large sanctuary. We only have um, about 200 people that would normally come to a service. And we, we meet in a church that we don't own, but seats about 1,500 people. So we just spread out across the whole sanctuary and uh, just kind of go for it. But we are being very careful. We're trying to honor as much as the guy. Well, we're honoring all the guidelines and then taking extra steps. Right. On stage, it gets kind of weird because the stage is only so big. And um, singing is actually one of the most dangerous things you can do. Yeah. They, so they say. So we've been really trying to make sure that we stay cautious in that. Yeah, for sure. I am excited to go back to church in person. We're still not, Chicago's not quite there yet. Okay. Um, I know a couple of churches have, but our church that we attend is, I think, three weeks out. So oh, okay. Okay. Looking forward to that. Looking forward it, to that. Is that, is that um, <laughs> because Chicago is saying not to do it or churches just kind of taking their time? Chicago said not to do it for a while, like until maybe a couple weeks ago. And then mm-hmm. our church is really big. And we have multiple campuses, and some of those campuses mm-hmm. have like four thousand people at them. And they don't want to just open the smaller campuses because we actually attend one that's probably five hundred. But they don't want to open that one because and then not open the others. Right. So, right. Wow. Yeah, they're trying to figure it out. Maybe I don't know all the details personally, but yeah. um, I'm excited to go back. Are you on the team, the worship team, or band? I'm not at the moment. I've been in worship leader in the past, but right now not leading. Okay. But. Yeah, I sing, but I don't play an instrument, and so... Got it. Um, what do you do for a loop community? Uh, marketing and outside relations, so anything that our company relates to, like, artists or mm-hmm. uh, customers, anything like that. So awesome, to interact man. with people is fun. Awesome. That's fun. Yeah. Awesome. That's great, man. Yeah, you guys, you guys are doing some great things. I specifically like the loop gospel side of it, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, those are really the ones that have really saved me because you really can't mm-hmm. find some of those songs yeah. elsewhere. And uh, we did Thank You, Lord, by Walter Hawkins maybe a month ago. And those stems, man, they just, I just, I could kiss the screen. <laughs> we have number- some amazing gospel producer guys who yeah. Yeah. are just like, and they know the songs that people are playing. I'm like... <laughs> Like, it's different than CCM and the fact that, like, in a lot of, like, gospel music, they're still singing songs from, like, the early 2000s. Right, And CCM, if you sang a song, like, the, like, that side, if you sang a song from 2002, people would be like, what are you doing? So, it's pretty cool. These guys are like, they'll post a song, and I'm like, oh, man, that is so good. So, yeah, yeah, they're awesome. I love all our gospel producer guys. Yeah, they're great, man. Those stems, especially now that we're doing the online service, we basically, right now, we record our Sunday service and then air that set the next week nice. because we're not, we're not doing live, like direct, like mm-hmm. what, what you hear is actually happening for a lot of reasons. One, it's just hard to do. For yes. the world. <laughs> so we actually record the service and then air that music set the next week along with a new sermon. So that gives us a week to kind of mix the audio. And that's where the stems really come in because we don't have a big band. We only have three, maybe four people a Sunday. Nice. Um, and so those stems really just lift us up, man. Yeah, <laughs> up, for where, sure. up where we belong. <laughs> yeah, stems are helpful in the yeah, world, man. World, for sure. And it's it's always like a massage of like how how much stems do you use that sounds good, but 
is true to what you're doing. Like, right. can you have strings and horns on stage when you don't have any string or horn players? So yeah. I don't know what the consistency is on most people in that, but I try to make it to where most of what you hear is at least represented <laughs> by one person on stage. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely depends. I think it depends on the song for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have found though we have people that are like if you just do it like if you just add it all in yeah you might get one person that's like oh i don't see that instrument but pretty right. much everybody else is just worshiping and they're just that's excited right. and that's right uh, they just know it sounds good and that's, that's all right. they want so that's right that's right yeah. well that's good to know man i'm gonna tell my team that you said that and then i'm gonna have all of our stems this sunday so, yeah. <laughs> there you go I will say the one that's sometimes hard is if you have drums and there's like a big drum fill, but there's no drums on stage. Right. I will say that one sometimes I hear people right. like, there's right. no drums. There's <laughs> so. no drums. There's no drums. Yeah, we, we're working through that now. Even for our <laughs> record, we have stems for the new for the new songs. And I was listening to the mix for this Sunday and I was like, man, I, I love the horns and strings on the record, but we don't have not a one person on stage for that. So throw them in. We'll <laughs> Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, man. Yes, well, for sir. everybody watching, you can get the master tracks right now for Claim It Off, Shepherd, and Reconciler on mm-hmm. community.com. The rest will be coming soon. Yes. So definitely be checking those out so you can lead these songs at your church. Yes. Juan, thanks just for your time and for just <laughs> – but uh, Andy says, put a trumpet in front of me. He'll pretend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Andy is definitely the – the guy who's not going to play trumpet. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> we need him on guitar. I played trumpet for eight years. Maybe I can really? just talk, come play. Really? Come on <laughs> over, man. It's been hey, a while. The thing is, if even if there's one trumpet player on stage, I would put a whole orchestra up there on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would just make sense then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for having me, man. I'm so honored to, to have our songs on y'all's platform. And again, to everybody at Loop Community, thank you for having us. And yeah, guys, check out the record. I, yeah. I like it. I know I'm biased, but I, I like, like it, it too, though. I'm not biased. Don't worry. Yes, yes, yes. Check it out. Here for Jesus is out everywhere. Everywhere. Go listen to it, stream it, play it over and over. It's really good. Play it at your church. Cool. Um, and yeah, thanks, Juan, for your time. Excited to see where Nashville Live goes next. And if yes. I'm ever in Nashville on a Sunday, maybe I'll come. Yeah. Say hi. That'd be awesome. Come, come say hi, man. We'd love to have you. Awesome. Thanks, Juan. Nice talking All right, to you. man. Take, Take care. You. See you, man. Thanks for joining us on the Leap Community Podcast. Music from this episode is brought to you by John Guerra from his album, Little Songs. Make sure you check it out on Apple Music or Spotify. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a review and a rating. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.